Hi kids, welcome back to Real Talk Redhead, the podcast, episode 22. I am your host, Redhead, aka Liz, aka pretty much whatever you want to call me, as long as it's nice, <laughs> or and slash or true. Um, I hope that you guys are having a wonderful week. I know that I took last week off. Lots of changes for the Redhead over the past week, we'll say. And so today's episode is going to be all about that. You um, have already seen the the title of the podcast, which at this very moment in time, I'm not 100% sure what I'm naming it yet, but I know that it will be um, clear as to what the topic of this podcast is about. So you know that I've gone back to work, um, but there's a lot that has gone into that emotionally, mentally, physically. And so I wanted to discuss all of that with you guys today. But first of all, Um, Thank you for letting me take some time off. I posted a couple of days ago in my Instagram stories that I'm very hard on myself when I don't stay consistent with the podcast and slash or um, with things that I say I'm going to do. I have a really, really hard time having to go back on my word. And the honest truth is nine times out of ten, as many of us are, If we say we're going to do something and then we have to go back and say, I'm sorry, I can't do it, we have fully good intentions. I mean, life just happens. We end up not feeling well. Um, We end up having like another appointment that we need to make that may have to take priority, et cetera, et cetera. Technical difficulties, car problems, it doesn't matter. Um, And so, you know, most of the people in our lives are completely fine with the fact that we're going to have to cancel, reschedule, et cetera, et cetera. But I want very, very much to stay consistent with my word, with the podcast, with anything that I kind of put out there for you guys and for myself. And so um, I was really beating myself over up over having to cancel the podcast last week. I'm over it now. I understand that life happens, that everybody is okay with um, me having to do that. And I kind of needed to do it aside from just... Um, you know, wanting to skip the week because I started work on Thursday and I wanted to um, have already gone back to work before I recorded the podcast about returning to work uh, so I could give you guys like firsthand experience and everything like that. So um, the reason why I'm saying all of this to you guys is because I am the real talk redhead, so I might as well speak the truth and be real with you guys and be vulnerable and honest and you know I could say all day that I'm doing great and that everything is wonderful and this is how you should practice self-care and um, you know act like my mental health health is always 100% but that would be doing every single one of you and very much myself a huge huge disservice there's no sense in lying or hiding um the truth about myself and that that's how I was feeling and I know that many of you can identify with you know fear of disappointing somebody um, and so I just wanted to let you know that you're not alone <laughs> and also remind you that many of the times when you're feeling really really hard on yourself you are probably the only one who is feeling that way um, and if anybody else is feeling that way about you 
open that line of dialogue. If you know that someone's disappointed if with you, it's scary and you may want to avoid them. Um, but maybe see if you can open some communication with them and just say, hey, I know that I've upset you or disappointed you. Can we talk about it and see where that goes? Uh, it could have just been a miscommunication. Um, it could be that that person's going through things that they don't want to talk about and have kind of projected it on you, whether that was necessary or not. Um, or maybe, you know, that person's just not meant to be um, in the type of relationship that you would hope that they would be. And that's, you know, something that you can figure out and move on from. Um, but I digress. I think that I'm kind of going on a tangent in true redhead fa fashion. So let's go ahead and start talking about the life of the redhead in the past couple of days. So I went back to work and I have been furloughed from my job since March 17th. So let me give you guys a little bit of background. First of all, I kind of skipped like a big part of my normal opening introduction routine for the episode. So thank you guys all for being here, uh, whether it is your first episode or your 22nd or anywhere in between. I am always so appreciative of you guys. And I feel like that's, you know, many people that you watch or listen to say like, I thank you, I appreciate you. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's not that I don't feel like it's genuine, but you just, you kind of hear it often in um, podcasts or in like YouTube episodes and things like that. And so it just kind of goes up in one ear and out the other. But if there's any possible way that I could really truly prove to you guys how incredibly grateful I am that you listen to these podcasts, even if this is your first visit and that you like stumbled upon me somehow and, and you're still here five, almost six minutes in, <laughs> um, I just really think that that's super freaking cool. And I love doing these podcasts. And so naturally, when I know that other people are listening and that they're able to get something out of it or that they appreciate the podcasts, you know, you guys, there's a million podcasts out there, minimum. <laughs> and there's so many other ones that you could be listening to. And the fact that you chose to sit down and take this time out to listen to me I don't know. I'm really humbled, really excited, really thankful, and hope that um, you enjoy, you know, every episode. And as usual, even though I'm sitting here in this space speaking with you guys and, you know, um, it's not like a back and forth conversation, I very much want it to be in any way that I can. So if you guys go onto the Anchor app and click on Messages, under my, um, under Real Talk Redhead, you can leave me a voicemail and just tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what you think about the podcast. Tell me if you have any comments about things that I've said in that episode or any other episodes, or if that's not your jam and you don't really want to record your voice, um, Real Talk Redhead at Instagram, realtalkredhead at gmail.com. Um, you can call me or text me if you have my phone number. Yeah, I want to know what you guys think. And if this is your first episode or, you know, if you've only been here for a couple and we don't know each other um, personally, like in real life, as they say, hi, I would love to know who you are, where you came from, how you found me, um, because I noticed on the analytics in my Anchor app that I have people listening from like Germany and... Australia and Qatar and Ireland. I feel like I'm missing one. Um, and I'm just like, that blows my mind. And so I would just love to know, like, did you stumble upon me on Instagram or did you maybe search for, you know, mental health podcasts and I popped up? Um, and I'd love to get to know each other. Come be my friend. <laughs> um, but anyway, I 
um, we'll go ahead and give you a little bit of an intro to who I am because it will help to give you guys some background on how I'm feeling about going back to work. So I work as a barista on Disney property in a Disney property like resort hotel. Um, the hotel is not owned by Disney. We're a Marriott company hotel, but um, you know we do a lot of Disney things. And so most of our business is dictated by what Disney is doing and et cetera, et cetera. So um, I have been a barista in general since 2007. My first job was in food service. I then worked in retail. Then I was in a doctor's office for a very short period of time. Uh, but the vast majority of my professional experience, I guess, has been food service and retail. I also worked in a theme park for a few years. So gives you a little bit of background on me. Uh, my current job, I was furloughed due to the corona um, on March 17th. And the most recent communication that I got from my job as far as returning back to work was going to be October 2nd. We knew that that could change. I knew that I could be returning earlier or it could be extended again. I think that was the, either the second or third time that it had been extended. And so I have been off work five, as of two days ago, it would have been five months. And, um, yeah, that's a long time, especially because the day that I was furloughed was like the day that I found out I was getting furloughed. I had very little notice. I worked the rest of my shift that day and then um, that was it. So how did I feel when I was told I was getting furloughed? Well, I cried. Um, I, 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 I knew that it needed to happen in that moment. I was still, you know, quite not quite understanding everything about the coronavirus, but, um, you know, at that time we were all kind of scared. Nobody knew what it was. And so I felt like it was the best opportunity or the best option. I mean, um, for, you know, the majority of us in that moment and the hotel closed, I think the end of March, like officially closed to all of the guests um, so there were still a few people that were left to kind of close out the store or the, uh, the hotel. So yeah, I, I mean, it was scary because here I was being told like, Hey, you're not going to be working anymore. Um, I didn't know anything about unemployment. I didn't know anything about benefits. There's a lot going through your mind, you know? And so, um, I went through a variety of emotions and um, kind of ways of living throughout the five months. In the beginning, we're really going to talk mostly just about like mental health and like goal setting and whatnot. I'm not really going to go too, too far into the financials um, and whatnot. I'm, I'm okay. We, we did fine. We're okay. Thank goodness I didn't have to um, have the added stress of that on me. If you do want to talk a little bit more about that, I could make another episode. I feel like that's something that I may um, just kind of talk to people one-on-one -on -one about. Um, you know, if you have like questions about how like unemployment in Florida works, which wherever you live right now, I don't think it's any secret that Florida doesn't know what they're doing about a lot of things. 
Anywho, um, I think I started the first few weeks to maybe a month of being on furlough kind of as a vacation. A lot of that had to do with the fact that I think in that moment, we didn't have a clear cut like time frame of when we were going to be returning to work. Um, I want to say that the first date they gave us was like mid to end of April. So in that time, I thought I was only going to be having like a month or something off. And so I didn't really know how to treat it. I didn't know if I should be looking for another job. I didn't know if I should be, um, you know, trying to pick up any kind of like big projects and so on and so forth. But suddenly I had all this time in the world and many, many, many of us, no matter what job we have, always think I wish I had more time. You know, if I wasn't working or if I didn't have this responsibility or that responsibility, I would get X, Y, and Z done. And that could be all kinds of things. That could be traveling. That could be just like home projects. Like I have this closet in our apartment that is just kind of like the catch-all for things. And I, I always look at it and think like, this is too overwhelming for me to do bit by bit. But if I had all this time off, I would tear this closet apart and reorganize it and clean it out. Spoiler alert five months on furlough, I did not clean out that closet. <laughs> but that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was suddenly given all of this time in the world. And in hindsight, you would think that I would feel like blessed by that. And I would just have gone ham on every plan that I had that I said I would have done if I had this time. Um, But that wasn't necessarily the case. And that is where things get really sticky when it comes to your mental health in this time. So I know many people who stayed at work the entire time who never got furloughed, nothing changed for them. It was just business as usual. I know some people who got furloughed and are still furloughed. I know some people who were furloughed for a short period of time and then went back. I know some people who unfortunately completely lost their jobs entirely. And so um, everybody was going through the exact same thing. You know, we're all in this together, but many uh, people were experiencing the same thing in different ways. Um, and I spent a lot of time and still do, which we'll get into. I think this is going to be a long episode. I'm only, I'm already 15 minutes in and I can think of so many things that I have to say, but, um, I think a lot of, uh, where did I, I lost my train of thought, uh, emotions, mental health. Welcome to real talk redhead. You guys where redhead's brain goes off in another land without her permission. (laughs) Um, mental health. Yes. So I, um, still, I guess I beat myself up for, um, not taking advantage of the time off that I had that I could have, or that I should have. The reason why is for those of you who have listened to every episode or most of the episodes, um, I can't remember the name of the episode, but I had one a little while back. 
that said, I think maybe it was like, don't ever let life pass you by or it's never too late or something like that. Um, because I'm in my mid thirties, early thirties, I'm in my mid thirties, I'm 34. Um, (laughs) and, um, have spent a lot of time looking back and thinking I coulda, woulda, shoulda, I wish I had done this. I'm not where I thought I would be at this age. I didn't learn this. I didn't do that. I didn't go here. I didn't go there. And, um, just living in that, living in that feeling and living in that moment instead of saying to myself like, okay, here are the things that you haven't done that you thought you would have done by now. How can those things be accomplished? Because I'm 34, I'm not dead. I'm not, you know, um, in some kind of incapacitated state where I'm not physically able to um, follow some of these dreams and do some of these things that I've been wanting to do. Um, And I fell back into that trap here in quarantine. Now, don't get me wrong. And I'm going to talk about this too because um, I want to make sure that I celebrate me because I have done a lot of really cool, kick-ass things over this past five months. But um, I didn't expect for... um, me to feel the way that I did and that I do throughout this time. So let's start talking a little bit more about specifics because I just think that I keep, I think I'm just repeating myself over and over again about how mental health has been. Um, But the first, you know, week or so was just, or a month or so was like a vacation. Um, I spent a couple nights drinking probably a little too much wine. (laughs) We invested in a PlayStation um, and I was able to... uh, get a lot of hours in playing Kingdom Hearts. Um, But I also was able to do a lot more yoga in the beginning, which for those of you who know me know that yoga is a big uh, part of my life. I do have the dream of being a yoga teacher. Um, It was a really, really big priority for me. It is not so much one now, though I do wish it was, and I beat myself up about that sometimes. You know, wishing that I would take it a little more seriously and spend a little more time on uh, trying to get my yoga teacher certificate. But one thing at a time, I have other things in mind for myself. Um, And then I started realizing and getting more information from my job that like this coronavirus thing wasn't just like a flash in the pan. Like it was going to be a long time before we ever saw our lives in the same way again, if it ever happened. So... Um, I started exercising and finding different exercise routines at home. Um, I would find little projects here and there, like cleaning projects here and there around the house. And I just started trying to remind myself of all of the goals that I had been wanting to accomplish, um, that I always told myself I didn't have enough time for. At one point of the... I'm just, I'm calling it the quarantine, Um, even though people say that quarantine is technically the word that needs to be reserved for people who are sick, and so they quarantine themselves, but you know what I mean when I say quarantine. Um, I got very depressed, so I'm going to get very vulnerable with you guys. Don't worry, I'm completely fine, Um, but I got very, very depressed, very, very deep, dark places. Now, part of that actually had to do with some medications that I was on 
I'm not on them anymore. I feel a lot better. I'm very, very, very thankful that I made the decision to ask my doctor if I could go off of them. She said she thought it would be fine. And now um, that like deep pit of depression that I was in is bye-bye. Very happy about that. But the added, you know, not being able to go out and see my friends and like just the added normalcy or lack of normalcy um, really didn't help. And so um, I felt like that also, quote unquote, robbed me of some of the goals that I wanted to achieve. Um, So I spent a lot of time in bed. I spent a lot of time watching you know, episodes of Friends, which by the way, I've seen that show like 40 times and I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) Literally, I think I've seen it like 30 to 40 times. Um, But you know what? Why would I sit here and look back on all of that time and remind myself again of what I didn't do? Um... I don't know about you guys, but I think that so many of us spent the time that we had off of work feeling pressured to take every single moment of it to our advantage um, in a sense of like productivity, you know, like, well, if I'm sitting on the couch, if I'm playing video games, if I'm, you know, doing something that others may not seem as, you know, see as productive, quote unquote productive, then I am failing. Hi, no, <laughs> you're not. And I need all of you who have been feeling that way to remember that rest is productivity. So write that down. Put it somewhere that's going to remind you. Um, Rest is productivity. And that's something that I have to remind myself of very often um, is if you're tired, you are not going to be productive even if you're trying to be. Your brain doesn't work that way. Your nervous system needs time to recharge. You know, we're just like our, our cell phones, like... If you use it long enough and if you work it long enough, it's going to say, hi, warning, in about 5% time, I'm going to go sleep whether you like it or not. (laughs) We are the same way. So when you're resting, when you're playing video games, when you're zoning out and watching TV, when you're, you know, laying on your floor trying to count the popcorn bumps in your popcorn ceiling, uh, hi, that's okay that you do it. That is self-care on purpose. One million percent. So, I know that I've spent quite a bit of time telling you guys how I've been feeling up until this point. The reason why is because um, I have a suspicion that many of you who were on furlough or are still on furlough are feeling the same way. So, if you fit any of those categories... Um, do yourself a favor and give yourself a break. And here's your homework. <laughs> um, please write a list of the things that you have accomplished in this time. And please open your minds to the word accomplishment. So um, you didn't have to get a degree. You didn't have to build a house. You didn't have to, you know, 
pay off credit cards and things like that. I mean, most of us aren't getting a whole lot of money. Um, but did you finally start doing yoga? Did you, um, you know, learn a little bit more about meditation? Did you clean out your refrigerator? Did you start running? Did you, um, you know, start a business? Did you sell things on Poshmark? Did you, these are, a lot of these things are things that I have done. Um, what have you, you know, what have you, what have you done? Um, it's very, very easy to fixate on all the things we didn't accomplish. Um, and somebody used this analogy that I, I, I don't, I wish I could remember where I found it that I absolutely loved is so think of your mind as like a to-do checklist, right? And so, um, you've got a checklist in your mind of like all of the things that you have, you've, you know, need to do. And then you start checking off the things that you've done. Well, once you check off something that's done on a to-do list, how many times do you go back and look at that? Probably not any or or very little because you're so fixated on the things that you still have left to do that you've totally forgotten about all the things that you've actually done. So think about your mind in that way and go back and look at all those check marks or those, I like to highlight the things that I finished versus just checking them off, but... Um, Go back and look at those and give yourself a high five. Give yourself a reward for, you know, those accomplishments. And every time you think like, I coulda, woulda, shoulda, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, please do me a favor and go back and look at those things. And physically write them down too. Like make a physical list and hang it up on your fridge or somewhere that you're going to see it on a regular basis to give yourself those reminders because um, it's just way too easy to be really hard on ourselves on our quote-unquote failures and not on our um, definite achievements that um, every day we harp on them. It just brings us further and further down and then it's harder to bring us back up, right? So um, if you guys have accomplished anything or done anything that you're happy about, proud of, and literally, I'm not even kidding, even if it's just like I finally cleaned out my fridge after two months of saying I was going to do it, I want to hear about it. So hit me up. Instagram is Real Talk Redhead. Leave a message on my anchor um, page, however you want to do it. Cause I'd love to hear. So I know that many of you are listening are probably like, okay, this is all well and good, but didn't you say this podcast was going to be about you returning to work? <laughs> okay. Yes, I know a couple of things. One, I needed to give you guys a background of my mental health and what I had been thinking and feeling from furlough up until now. So then I could explain the comparisons and contrasts from when I got called back to work, which was Thursday. So it was a week ago tomorrow. Um, also for those of you that don't know the podcast for me is like a verbal journal entry, diary entry. Many people, when they're experiencing things, good, bad, whatever it is. Um, and they want to express their emotions. They write it down in a diary. They write music. They do art, you know, a lot of different things. And mine is to speak things out loud and speak things into existence. For me, talking through things, whether it's just completely to myself or with somebody else, a friend, a family member, a therapist, um, has proven to be the most cathartic for understanding and working through things for me. So a lot of this is just me trying to just talk through it all. But now I am going to go ahead and get into returning back to work, how it's been, and what I'm thinking about me 
and my mental health going forward. So I subscribe to the notion that the coronavirus is real (laughs) and that we should be doing everything that we can to help save each other's lives, each other's health, and try to uh, nip it in the bud. You guys know, most of you know, I live in Florida. We have some of the highest case numbers, very high rate of, you know, like death rate and percentage. Um, and uh, I don't like that. I don't like being a Floridian right now, if I can be completely honest with you. It is scary. And the way that I see it is, um, you know, I'd rather wear a mask and try to keep my social distance when I can um, and find out later that maybe that wasn't necessary than the other way around. So, yes, I do go out into the world on um, occasion, but I make sure that I practice doing so as safely as possible. We can go into all of that in another episode, or if you guys want to talk a little bit more about it with me one-on-one, we definitely can, but I'm not going to talk too much about, you know, corona. Um, Just know that I do believe that it's real and that I want it to go away, and so I'm willing to do what I need to to help that process. That being said, when I got the phone call, it was last Monday, so not like two days ago, but the prior Monday, that I was going to come back to work, I experienced a huge rush of emotions all at one time. It was a very weird feeling. And some of them were fear, excitement, nervousness, uh, just everything all at one time. Um, I was afraid because I work in a theme park area business where I was going to be exposed to people from all over the place. Um, I don't think anybody from outside of the country, because I do believe that the travel ban is still um, underway. But, I mean, that doesn't matter. You know, we have some of the highest cases. So I didn't know what that was going to mean. I will say that I, I feel pretty confident that if, knock on wood, I were to contract the coronavirus, that it would not kill me. But... I don't, I don't want to get sick, especially of, you know, what I've heard. I do know people who have passed away from the coronavirus. I do know people who have gotten sick and stayed sick for a very long time, and I don't, I don't want any of that. So, of course, I was, I was afraid. Um, you know, I didn't want to have to go out if I didn't need to. I also firmly believe that things opened way too soon, and I've stayed open at too high of a capacity in Florida, and so I felt guilty if I can be honest with you, which this is the first time I'm saying this, me just saying that made like surprised me. Huh. You guys are experiencing a little like aha moment for me. I did. I felt guilty. I felt like I was adding to the problems. Um, and I, many of you might be listening to this and saying, Liz, you're taking this way too seriously. And that's fine. Um, you know, that is something that I'm allowed to do. And I appreciate if you think that is coming from a place of like, Liz, I don't want you to worry. Um, It could be a place of, Liz, you're crazy. Whatever you think, that's okay. Like, that's fine. Um, But this is, you know, my my podcast and this is how I feel. (laughs) 
And uh, I did. I felt guilty. I felt like I was kind of adding to it. Um, but then I also felt excited. I felt like I could go back and see some of my friends. I love, I love my job. I love my coworkers. I love the company. I love working for on Disney property. Um, like I really don't. There's really nothing about it where I'm just like I never want to go back to work again because of work. So I was happy to go back. You know, um, to. The word normal is never really the same now, but to some kind of quote-unquote normalcy. Happy to see those faces, or half the faces, because we're all wearing masks now. (laughs) Um, But I didn't realize until I got the phone call to go back to work how much... I felt I had not, I had let myself down over the time off and how much I felt this is, this was a subconscious thought and feeling that popped up when I got the call that I just assumed I wasn't going to return because I was going to have found myself and my niche during this time off. So let me give you a little bit more specifics. I have been um, creating a small business for myself. So many of you know, but for those of you that don't, I want to start um, making self-care boxes, self-care kits for anybody and anybody, anybody and anybody, anybody and everybody who wants one. Um, I have like three different sizes that I want to do. I want to do a travel size. I want to do like a classic size. And then I want to do like a customized size. And um, I have been working on that for the vast majority of quarantine. So that's actually a completely different topic, which I may talk about pretty soon coming up in another episode where I feel like it's taking me way too long. There's a lot of things that I didn't expect to come from starting a small business. I feel like I'm getting in my own way when it comes to making decisions. And then obviously it costs a lot of money to start a new business. Um, Just a forewarning for you guys that sort of think, I have a product, people are going to give me money for it. That's the end. It's not, at least for me, it's not always turning out that way. Um, But the business is not fully ready. I'm still waiting on the actual boxes themselves to put products in. I have the products. They're ready to go. Um, I am working on a website right now with some amazing people who have been very helpful, but it's still not fully ready. And um, when I found out I was going back to work, I got really upset with myself because I don't know why or where. It just subconsciously popped up. I just kind of assumed that this was all going to be done and ready and that I wasn't going to have to go back to work. And I don't really know why, because even if the business were ready, there, the, the chances of it being so incredibly successful hit the ground running where I could just quit my job was not likely. That's not me being hard on myself and saying that I'm not worthy of something like that. It's just, you know, 99% of the time, it takes a little bit longer than a month for a business to like be that successful a small business so but I just I don't know um I really really thought that I was just going to be real talk redhead as my job as my as my life 
So I know that that may sound silly and irrational, um, but like I said, I didn't even know that I felt that way until I found out I was going back to work. And so then I fought with myself for those few days before I physically went back into the into the hotel um, to remind myself that just because you're going back to work does not mean that all of this is now out the window. It doesn't mean you have to stop any of this. It doesn't mean that you have to, um, you know, put it on hold for an extremely long period of time. Um, it just means that you're going to have to work even harder and just re kind of evaluate your time management. Um, you can really make this happen. So enter me now. Um, I went on back on Thursday. I worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So I've had yesterday and today off. I'll have tomorrow off as well. I didn't anticipate how mentally and physically exhausting going back to work was going to be to the point where I could not work on anything else. I got up, I went to work, I came home, I took a shower or a bath. Y'all know I love my baths. And then I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have the mental capacity to work on my website. I didn't have the capacity to record a podcast. I didn't, I barely could even put stuff on Instagram. The things that I did put up, to be honest with you, were kind of mindless because I just felt like I needed to get something up there. Um, And I hated that. I hate it. I still feel this way and I hate it. And it made me realize more than ever where my true passions and happiness really lie. And that's being here with you guys. Really, truly, and honestly, that's being here with you guys. That's doing these podcasts. That's um, trying to like revive my YouTube channel. I love making YouTube videos working on my business and getting it up and running where I can just start packaging those boxes and getting them out to you guys and helping you guys with your self-care routines. I eventually want to offer like self-care coaching for people who think that they might want it. Um, You know, I don't necessarily love using the word content creator, um, even though for all like intents and purposes, like that's what it is. Like that's the definition of what I want to be doing. But after going back to work, and again, it literally has nothing to do with work. It's nothing to do with the people there. Like, I, I love the customers. I love everything. The guests, like, all, everybody. But it's not what, like, I want to be when I grow up. I don't want to be a barista. It never was my career. I left a job unexpectedly and got a job as a barista until I could get my career going. And that was in 2007. And I just didn't, I haven't stopped since then. And um, I don't want to do it anymore. And so being back at work has also added extra stress. I think this is probably one of the biggest parts of what you guys were looking for in this podcast is like in, in light of Corona, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. 
Um, work is different in the sense that I'm wearing a mask all of the time. It's harder for me to recognize guests' faces and um, remember them. I also get really hard on myself because I used to have a very, very, very good memory. I would recognize faces and names. I could see four or five people in a row and I could tell you their names, what drinks they ordered, et cetera, et cetera. Now I could see the same person five days in a row and the fifth day I'm still like, hi, welcome. Like, what can I get for you? And so wearing the, that, I don't know what that, I don't know where that came from. I don't know if it has to do with depression and anxiety, age, I have no idea, but I have no memory. Just call me Dory. <laughs> I absolutely am Dory. Um, but I hate it. I hate that. And I'm getting emotional now, so I'm sorry. But um, I used to feel really, really good at my job. Um, and I just kind of feel like I'm going through the motions now. And I used to beat myself up. I used to think, what's wrong with me? Am I sick? You know, like, why, why am I just kind of mediocre now? And I, I'm realizing it even in this moment that it's just because it's not where my heart is. And that's okay. That's completely okay for me not to be like in love and obsessed with doing this job because it isn't where my heart is. So... Now, I have been presented with this task of changing my life for myself, and I cannot make excuses for myself anymore. I was given this time. I was not able to fully achieve everything that I wanted to within that time. So now more than ever, I need to fight for that time and fight for what I want to do. Um, and that is to be here with you guys. That is to share my mental health, my self-care, um, you know, experiences with all of you to create this community and to be a part of this community of, you know, we're, we all have these feelings. Every single human being has these feelings and I don't care who you are, what your situation is. You know, there's so many people out there that we feel like don't experience these, these things and that's because they don't talk about them and there's a million reasons why. Maybe they were brought up to not talk about their feelings. Maybe they're just not the type of person that feel comfortable and they want to be more private and handle things in their own way. None of it's wrong. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that they, there are safe spaces and there are ways that they can talk about, um, you know, their feelings and that they can feel not so alone. And um, there are there are ways and, and spaces for them to be able to work through anything that they're experiencing. So let me take a little woo-saw moment. Thank you guys again for listening. We're up on um, 43 minutes of the podcast and this is a real long one. But I just, I'm so happy that you guys are listening and letting me um, talk to you guys. So yeah, anyway wearing masks, wearing gloves. My hands look like alligator skin from having to wash them and put on hand sanitizer and whatnot so often. We have quite a few guests that are staying with us, but we don't have the full staff that we had back before the pandemic started. So um, not a lot has changed in the, in the way of like what my job entails. But the ways that we do things are a little different and there are a little bit less of us. So it's it's harder work. It's just physically harder and more taxing, um, which is why 
I was so exhausted. My body wasn't working to uh, used to working on my feet for eight plus hours straight. Um, and so it has taken a lot out of me over the last week. And I, for a short time, very much beat myself up over not putting any kind of work into um, anything else. But now that I understand what I need to do and what this looks like for me, um, I'm in a little bit of a better place. And so, this is where I need your guys' help. I know that you are here with me every Wednesday, um, listening to me laugh and cry and sometimes ramble on. And um, if you guys are here and you like what you hear, please share this podcast with anybody and everybody who wants to listen. Um, the thing about content creation is that um, in order to get your name out there, in order to get um, you know the exposure that you need to the people that you're able to help, you guys are a big part of that in sharing, commenting, you know, any kind of interaction with anything that I put out there helps for those platforms to understand that what I'm saying is something that people enjoy listening to or watching or reading, whatever the case may be. Um, if they don't know that you like it, they're not going to know to share it with other people who they think may like it if that makes any sense. And so um, I would love for you guys to be able to help me out here and share the podcast on any of your social media pages. Tell your friends, tell your family. Find me, follow me on Instagram. Like the you know pictures and posts that I make that you like. I mean, you don't have to like it if you don't like it. Comment if you see my Instagram stories and I post um, like those polls or question boxes. Um, try to answer them if you can. You know, I've had some people say like, "Oh, I didn't answer because I just assumed that you already got a lot of answers." Um, that's okay. Whether I get one answer or forty, um, I want I want to know. It's not just about getting um, like a number. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't care about the number. Um, I care about what you have to say and I care about knowing that what I'm saying is reaching somebody because that's that's why I'm doing it. I want I want to make a difference. So, um, you know, please share, you know, anything that I say that you think may resonate with somebody to their pages. Um, I'm not really too much on Facebook, but you can definitely share there as well. Uh, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It is Redhead Gets It Done. So there are self-care and mental health things over there. Um, that one's a little bit more kind of lighthearted and just like fun. I do theme park things, cooking things. I do yoga on there, like just kind of like all around a little more personal fun page. Um, but please like and subscribe over there on YouTube. I know that it's very easy for us to hear content creators say, like and subscribe, like and subscribe, and it just, again, kind of goes one in one ear and out the other, but it's like our lifeline, um, and it's really, really helpful. 
And then lastly, this is the part that I didn't think I wanted to include in here, and I'm going to. There is no obligation. It is an extremely weird time right now when it comes to money. But, and only but, if you feel inclined, there are ways that you can help to uh, monetarily support Real Talk Redhead. I am trying to save money to get a vlogging camera so that I can get my YouTube page back up and running. Um, as I said before, there's a lot of money that goes into starting a small business because you have to, first of all, buy the supplies to start the small business, printers, ink, um, the products to make the boxes, the boxes, tape, um, you know, paying anybody who does photography for you or web design or anything like that. So um, lots of different ways that you can help um, kind of sustain some of those things. And then on the Anchor website, so I didn't see it on the app, but if you go to anchor.fm on your computer, you can see um, ways that you can be a, a listener supporter of the podcast. And there's three different tiers that they have. There's 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, and $9.99 a month. And so um, I haven't fully set up like what the tiers are going to earn you, but um, it's just a monetary way of helping to support me um, in Real Talk Redhead. And the money will all go towards helping uh, to create this content for you here on the podcast and on Instagram and, and YouTube and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so... If you feel inclined to help in any financial way towards that, um, let me know. I can can email me or message me, um, you know, on Instagram or something like that. I'm gonna try to put the description of like my like PayPal and Venmo and stuff into this podcast, so you can go back and check it out. Um, even if it's just a dollar, you know, or something, it would be greatly appreciated. As you can tell, I feel really uncomfortable asking you guys this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this really is my my absolute dream. I would love to be able to do this full time. I I just I want to be able to not stress about my efforts having to be spread too thin for things that just don't serve me um, in this life the way that. I feel like I deserve in the way that I, I want them to. So as I said, my other job is great, but um, it's just kind of what's going to pay my bills. And so if this can pay my bills and be what gives me life, that's kind of like the goal, right? So I think this is the longest podcast yet. If you guys are still here, I'm so incredibly grateful to you. I can't even tell you. Um, and if you have listened to the entire podcast, please let me know. I would love to know who has listened to the whole thing. So, you know, you know the drill. Send a message. Let me know that you listened to the whole thing and like what your thoughts are. Hopefully I have delivered and clearly explained to you what it's like to return to work in the middle of a pandemic after being furloughed for so long. If you have any more specific questions on just like, safety procedures and stuff like that that we uh, have implemented, let me know. Um, but otherwise, tune in next week. I have a guest on the podcast. Very excited. I'm actually getting ready 
Um, in about an hour and a half, two hours, I'm going to be recording that episode with her so that way we can get it up for next Wednesday. So as you can tell, my voice is already a little raspy. I'm probably going to sound great by then. Maybe I'll drink some tea. <laughs> I love you guys like incredibly wholeheartedly from head to toe. Absolutely love you guys. Be good to yourself. Stay safe. Um, and I will see you next time.